Welcome to the Cat Power Podcast, where we deliver powerful insights into the world of Caterpillar oil and gas, showcasing the latest in technological advancements and highlighting the stories of the industry's most dynamic leaders. I'm your host, Sergio Tijera. Now let's get ready to power up with the Cat Power Podcast. Welcome to the Cat Power Podcast. My name is Sergio, and each and every week, we're going to have a special guest on from the world of cat oil, marine, and gas who are going to deliver spectacular value for you on a number of topics, whether it be related to products, leadership, or a number of other areas. And today's no exception. So I have my special guest today is Jack Ceballos. He's the learning operations lead at the Miami Lakes Learning Center. And Jack has 15 years with Caterpillar. He was born and raised in Panama. He graduated from the California Maritime Academy. He's had 10 years in the energy and transportation learning and development space and three and a half years leading the operations at the Miami Lakes Learning Center. So welcome, Jack. Welcome, welcome. Uh, greetings to everyone. Absolutely, it's a pleasure just to uh, uh, to be here. I'm excited to have this conversation on what Caterpillar has to offer in terms of uh, learning and development for our energy and transportation customers. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's a fantastic subject because, listen, we're all learning and learning and having a growth mindset and continuing to to improve and sharpen the saw is important. We know that iron sharpens iron, right? That's the only way uh, yeah, we get yeah. better. Exactly. So, but before we get into the the all the learning and development space and and activities that that Cat's doing, tell me a bit about you. So, you're born and raised in Panama, a place where Caterpillar has a a, a very large footprint. Uh, tell me a little bit about you know, growing up and how did you get to, to, uh, to start working with Caterpillar and you decided that this was going to be your, your calling. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So I was born and raised in, uh, in the Caribbean side. It's called a uh, city of Colón. Uh, for those uh, that know it, that will be what we call C3 or C3 in Spanish, uh, for it. But then definitely just graduated from the uh, city aspect, uh, back in 2000, then, uh, the, I decided, I was, I said to my parents, hey, I either gonna do something in the water or something in the air. I don't want no land, land type. No land. I don't know for some reason, you know, no land. So every time they would ask me, what are you gonna do? I don't know, either water or land. I mean, water or air. But my dad said, was his uh, swimming aspect uh, and water, you two don't get along very well. So you might go into air, like, okay, whatever. But since, you know, we have a, the Panama Canal side of the uh, question. And every time I recall, I always I remember when I was a little uh, kid, uh, you can go into the coast and then you will see some lights out there on the front. And I will always tell my brother who would tell me, I say, hey, how do you can get all the way over there? Because I don't see no roads going there. And he will hit me on the, on the head and say, those are the ships that are out there, like ships. So that's how I got into more of a, that's what I want to go into, into the water, into the ships aspect and whatnot. Uh, so the opportunity presented then to uh, come to the U.S. and further my education in uh, in marine mar maritime uh, itself, uh, merchant marine aspect. So I graduated uh, from uh, the California Maritime Academy, but my career was actually more of a dual. So it was a uh, uh, part of a marine and part of a mechanical engineer. So the uh, opportunity presented to come to a, uh, a, I was part of this organization called uh, the Society of Hispanic Professional Engineers, a ship. Uh, so Caterpillar is very oh, well into uh, ship. Yeah, ship. Yeah, you go. <laughs> Actually, I have a story on that one. We did a, we did a leadership event at school. It was called a ship on a ship, right? Uh, so we brought in people into it. So it was kind of like a cashy marketing name uh, for them into it. 
And well, so yeah, I wouldn't. You know, growing up in Panama, it's such a unique place to to grow yeah. up. Um, being that it is, you know, the launching point for for Latin America, but such an important uh, uh, geo geographic and geopolitical yeah. place with the canal, and having grown up right in the port city in Colón. Yeah. Um, where you see this happening all the time, you had intimate knowledge of what it's like to see all these ships coming through, and and you know the, the impact that yeah. that has on the economy and everything else. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then you know you get a, but sometimes uh, you know you uh, as you get more exports for you, it was oh you know I mean ships psh, come on when you come over here is like no I have not seen a ship I go man I can see a ship like a five or seven in a, right. <laughs> within a second or something like that, right? If you really wanted to uh, get to it. So yeah, it's definitely, that was a blessing in disguise uh, uh, for me. And that's one of the aspects that we are where we are here. Now, here in Miami, right? It's also, it's all about water. So it's kind of like the water is following me around. Sure, sure. sure. <laughs> so then you move on to, ca to California. That's a big jump right. for you, right? Is that the first time in the US? We no, um, I actually, I did some schooling I started actually in Massachusetts, so I went from Panama really? to here in Miami because that's where my uh, parents are. Uh, then went to Massachusetts, and uh, it was a little of a uh, adaptation. Uh, a little different in terms of weather. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> weather and uh, language, I would say. Uh, so I uh, went to uh, I came here to uh, sharpen also my uh, English uh, language. And the uh, professor that I had, he would ask me, where is it that you're going? Massachusetts. No, I'm going to have a special session is with you. Like, why? The English is different. <laughs> <laughs> so you need to still develop a very good ear on that one. Where about in Massachusetts? Okay. In uh, Cape Cod. So Mass Maritime. Wow. That's what, uh, what uh, school was. Uh, yeah. Uh, thing is that in Panama, a lot of those. Uh, so you will see that in Panama, a lot of people with a graduate from the... Uh, uh, the, the U.S. Merchant Marine, which is uh, Kings Point in New York, right. or uh, Mass Maritime. So that was kind of like back then. Now today, is, uh, they're all over the place. But those were the two more uh, uh, very known academies uh, in Panama, if you will. Uh, so, you know, kind of like anything we follow through. But from them, jump. I took a train from uh, New York all the way to California. And then I started my career in California, as you say. Fantastic. So then you graduated from there. And what what, what were your specialties? Uh, mechanical engineer and marine engineering. All right. So it's two in, uh, two in one. Before I graduated, I had a chance to attend the uh, a conference in Chicago uh, where uh, I was exposed into the Caterpillar brand. Uh, but I always uh, recall that one. It was an interesting story. I, to me, Cad, it was all about boots, right? Uh, boots and clothes. That was my image about... It's a clothing about brand, right? A it was a brand. whole clothing brand, man. Uh, what happened was that, uh, you know, students attending all this conference, very little cash, right, on on, uh, uh, on hand. So mm -hmm. I was myself and two other of my, of my peers. Uh, we saw this announcement of uh, specialities sessions or suites speciality, something like that. So what it was like uh, all companies, we had like a very specific, uh, more like a personalized private kind of sessions. But you will see in the announcement, right? Like a free food. So it's like, okay, <laughs> so let's start with them. Free <laughs> food will always get the students, <laughs> absolutely. So we started with Pepsi, GE, we were just eating, eating. So we got into the cat, but before we were able to get out, they closed the door on us. So we said, okay, well, I guess we need to sit down and listen to this, to this speech. 
Right. But again, we didn't actually pay too much attention until we hear something about uh, power systems and marine and solar. We're like, what? This is the caterpillar that we know? <laughs> and the rest is history. Uh, the actually the recurrents were very fond of our background and what exactly we were uh, uh, we were doing. Uh, so they would ask me, uh, "Hey, uh, are you you know you interested in some moving? Because uh, you know the location that this probably will be uh, is in Illinois. So I uh, so do you know anything about Illinois? So I tell him, "Do you know anything about Panama? Uh, exactly. So we are on the same page. <laughs> so he just gave me a." You know, a note, hey, go on interview. So I was able then to do an internship with Cat. Uh, that's really why we started. Uh, then ended up that Cat is way more than than clothing for sure. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because I, um, I, as you know, I, I worked for Caterpillar for 14 years, and and I was started. In, I was uh, recruited out of Miami, which is my hometown. And um, funny enough, a friend of mine left left my resume on the Cat table. One day at a career fair, I got a call back. And again, they were saying the same thing. Hey, do you know about Peoria, Illinois? <laughs> and I'm like, well, no, but I'm open to it, you know? Right. And it was a big, you know, jump for me. Absolutely. It was it was a big shock. So I can imagine for you as well. Oh, yeah. No, well, first, I, first fall for me was the first winter. Uh, I was wearing already, I, I remember it was September, October time frame. I was wearing glove, being a scarf. I was coming into because uh, I studied in the engine development side. Mm -hmm. So they look at me. I go like, "You're not from here, huh? What? You're Give that away. Too many clothes, <laughs> too many items. Uh, Way until January. I'm like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> let me just let me just focus on this particular month, you know? <laughs> right, right. But hey, it was a, a learning experience. Before I knew it, it was all comfortable with it. Uh, you know, October was then ended up being just a regular long sleeve and. All the layers ended up being moving further and further into the actual sure, winter season. Sure. So, yeah. So, so you ended up working in uh, in in Illinois for how long? About exactly nine years. Nine uh, years. Okay, yeah. so you're practically a resident, right? And it now... be, <laughs> yeah. so if I count a few months from my internship, then it was pretty close of uh, ten years. Wow. Uh, that was a, a journey that only supposedly last. It was only supposed to last three years. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny though because I I started I I got to Peoria on September tenth two thousand one the day before nine eleven. Wow! And as right. soon as my rotation started, my my first assignment was in Decatur, Illinois, mm -hmm. and I was supposed to only be there for like six to nine months, and it ended up being almost two years. But it ended up being a blessing in disguise. That led to yeah. opportunities and everything else. And yeah. you know the the Midwest has such kind people and such a great yep. um, culture it was aside from the cold it was a fantastic experience so you move on and you've been now let's fast forward you're in miami now and so yeah. you're working in this space of learning and development i know the miami lakes training facility is spectacular it's probably one of the best places um in in terms of the quality you know the, the cleanliness the the quality of instructors and and the location being in Miami, everybody from Latin America and from Europe, they all, all want to come down here. So tell me a little bit more about what's going on in this in the center and, and what you're doing. Yeah, so here at the center, uh, we uh, so we pretty much started this journey. I would say back in 2014, each kind of idea uh, where a lot of the especially both the marine and oil and gas uh, group they needed is a place for them to actually. Uh, 
focused training in their particular uh, products, right? So to your point, Miami just became a more of a, a destination location uh, for international travelers and local people too as well. Um, so there was a lot of a, a rethinking and retooling that I like to uh, call it out. With that came a lot of upskilling, in, even internal for ourselves. Okay, what exactly do we want this training center to be? And one of the things that uh, the initial team always wanted to set that vision was that we wanted to be more than just a come here to just get trained. We wanted to be more of a uh, uh, make an impact on somebody. So that got into what we call today just getting power, uh, right? Uh, getting, getting power power everywhere, right? Yeah, getting power. It's all about uh, we're here to empower you. If you uh, right. if you wanted to relate to Miami Lakes, it's a place to get empowered. Right, get empowered, be empowered, and that's not just for the people that visit, uh, for our learner. It's also for our own for our own team. Right, uh, we always get a chance to uh, learn something new every uh, uh, every day, uh, because we are located in the uh, uh, CAT PSLD, our, our, our Miami Miami Distribution Center. Sometimes we get a, we get exposed to brand new equipment. Right, uh, so we always then hey, what is this equipment and so on and so forth. So. Our focus today is really to uh, support both our marine, our marine uh, side of the equation, and then also our uh, our uh, oil and gas side. Some people might ask, "Hey, it makes sense Miami for marine, but they would scratch their head when it comes to oil and gas, right?" Uh, right. Isn't that would be more of a useful? So the way we'll be uh, be able to uh, minimize that is exactly to what you said, right? Quality of training, our quality of people. So we have very well competent uh, industry uh, certified instructors too as well. So they, they can relate with the people that are actually uh, uh, coming. Uh, the facility too as well, uh, something that was just launched, which this year we celebrate the uh, 36 years of the, the 3600 platform. So in 2017, we launched what we call the Larson Station. That is a, uh, a uh, full operated gas compression station just like people we see out on the field. Uh, our mantra is that instead of uh, damaging your own equipment, come and damage our equipment, right? We are kind of like, come on, <laughs> just figure it out over here, right? Yeah, practice uh, here. Just practice here, get it over here. Full experience, right? Uh, it's a 360684 uh, coupled to an area compressor. So you get the whole full experience uh, uh, of it too as well. But at the same time, on the marine side, if you are into the pressure craft side of the equation, we have the full pressure craft uh, 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 equipment, right? From a uh, console, uh, engine. Uh, I love it because uh, one of the things our customers, when they come on the pressure craft, uh, they always ask, hey, how does your engine react every time you go full ahead and then, and then you back uh, full ascent? I don't know. Come on, check it out. You do it. Are you sure? Yeah, go play. And, you That's know, we always right. notice it that they don't do it. Right, they <laughs> they kind of hesitate. Yeah, but we learned something from one of our uh, uh, now retired uh, senior instructor. His name is uh, Victor Garcia, and he will leave. He will go and get a cup of coffee, and all of a sudden, from the because our cafeteria on the second floor, he will look down, and you will see the go uh, well, like, "Is anyone see me?" And boom, the Yankee engine full ahead, and then boom, the Yankee arrow back, and he will come. So what he was? This is caterpillar. I can tell this is caterpillar. You know, so it's a it's a good uh, way to. Uh, what we call it more of a product demo, right? Uh, right. If you don't believe right. it, just come and then check it out. So, yeah, that's so we go a little bit on both ends. Uh, 
So whether you're a marine or you are on the oil and gas side, uh, that piece of the quality of our training assets is a very important component for to provide that experience, right? To make sure that people get empowered uh, when they uh, set foot into our facility. One of the things that's going on in, in Miami right now at this point is that it is becoming a, a tech hub. There's a lot of companies moving down to South Florida because the mayor has, you know, has been very friendly in terms of, uh, you know, tech forward and so forth. Um, so this places the, 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 the learning and, and, and training center in such a great location because Caterpillar has always been high tech, you know, always looking for the, the technical advantage to either be more productive, more, you know, uh, fuel efficient, whatever that is. Um, maintenance, all that stuff. And so now how do we bring, how are you taking training to that next level using tech and tailoring training to the clients and to the dealers and, and using all this technology that's available today? Yeah. You know, one of the things that, uh, uh we're noticing is that, uh, uh, we always say that in every challenge, there is an equal seat, right? Uh, there's a set of equal opportunity, right? Um, is that uh, with the start of the uh, uh, of our current situation today, right? Is that it kind of help us then elevate to a, hey, there has to be a way that we can then still empower people. There has to be one way how we can make it efficient, right? So That's we know that uh, the pandemic that they can't especially now with the pandemic, right? Right. So right. you know, people, um, I guess we had that uh, notion of uh, you know, I'd rather is to uh, touch. The equipment i rather this to uh, do really a hands-on but we are seeing is that uh, a lot of folks is if i'm able to like i'm doing with you i'm able to interact live with a person there's still some added value and benefit into it when i can just sure. sit down here and then hey sergio can you explain to me how do you uh how do you do this thing right i want to do a, a podcast i want to do this or i want to do that and yeah, okay, it will definitely be better if you and I will just sit having a cup of coffee, right? Or sure, some, sure. eat or something like that, right? Uh, but, you know, we can have leverage some of this technology. So we think uh, what we call the CATU or Caterpillar University, now we provide a lot of uh, virtual instructor uh, uh, learning uh, that it definitely complements very targeted specific skills. Uh, you won't get the full experience, but we do that one. But at the same time, you touch about uh, uh, technology, one of the things that uh, within both the uh, cat oil and gas uh, aspect and then the um, marine uh, marine product groups is that whatever is the latest technology they are developing, uh, for instance, right now, fuel efficiency, right? Uh, our uh, 3512, 3512E tier four uh, for well frack and, and drilling uh, with the DGB, the, the gas blending, that technology, they decided, hey, as our customer and our dealers get more exposed, let's bring that to the learning center. So we are always at that cutting edge to whatever technology that is, right? Uh, remote monitoring. We're also then adding all of that, uh, all of that piece into it. Uh, one of our goals is really is, hey, wherever you are, you can tap into our equipment in the sense of uh, let's use our equipment for your own uh, uh, learning and development, even if we're at a distance. So when you come here, what used to be more of a five days, might be them only two, three days, because all you want to do is just validate the skills that uh, we were able to share on a more virtual aspect, right? 
So it really complements right. the entire uh, uh, journey of uh, developing uh, developing people, right? Uh, so yes, technology uh, elevating our, our reach is definitely something that uh, we're always evaluating just to improve. You know, it's interesting because prior to COVID, people would say, is there any reason why we can't get together, right? Because everyone always gets together. We're always on planes, uh, flying to different places. Yeah. I think Normal. now post-COVID or, or in, in this area now, we're starting to, to say, is there any reason that we need to get together? Because we can do most of this virtually and almost with more impact and save costs and you know save time and 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 everything because you you can do this so so well and then like you said when when it's time to really validate that you want to put the hands on the iron then you're ready to go so that uh, you know yep that's a that's it's a good that's what it, uh it is coming to what we like to call our learning services and solutions see pre-covid most of our to your to your point most of our uh, uh learners would then kind of like select and say, I want to go to Miami to have a marine engine system troubleshooting course, right? So it was course driven, right? Now the questions are asked, right? Actually, we right now we got a, a, a particular uh, training for a customer on the uh, uh, on this particular DGB uh, 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 piece that was approved for us to do more of a face-to-face. -face. Same question, uh, how effective can it is to actually go? And then uh, is there anything that can be done then uh, uh, virtually? So we then change that to say, what exactly do you want your people is to learn? And then let's go is from there. Before they know it, they actually ended up with more after we are, you know, we talk, they started with one product. We're now giving them the full, uh, the full spectrum. We say, hey, if you do this virtually, when you come here, now you can get more for the same value uh, that you had before. Uh, so that's what, what we like to see, what we think is going to happen uh, post-COVID is uh, more really of that. Hey, if I'm going to go over there, let me just, I see you have a guitar right behind you, right? That is more of a, don't give me no lecture around how to play that guitar. <laughs> let me just play that guitar since I arrive all the way until I finish. Because by the time I finish, I just want to be uh, be very competent on playing that guitar, right? So that's kind of the analogy that uh, right, I, I right. feel people is going to happen. Yeah, yeah. And a, and then a lot of the customers can take the lead off of what Caterpillar is doing and apply these same types of uh, best practices to their business because at the end of the day, we, we all need to figure out to you know make more money and 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 spend less and be more profitable and so forth. Um, how is virtual reality or AI and so forth? How is that playing into the training? Um, uh, space are you are you, you guys using you know virtual goggles uh or anything like that uh yet and you see that coming down the pipe definitely actually uh pre-covid our group uh rover group which internal to caterpillar is called uh, global dealer learning uh out in the uh in the world we probably are better known as caterpillar university there are uh, actually that technology has been uh tested and validated. I've seen it quite a lot on the uh, safety uh, side of the equation. And we have a team in Malaga, Spain, that for the machine kind of training, they actually then uh, do all the uh, uh, the Google uh, uh, things, all that virtual reality aspect. So there's quite a lot of technology out. It just so happened that uh, uh, March of last year, end of March of last year, right before the lockdown, 
uh, I was going to go on a trip to, uh, to Houston and some customers, they were all talking about uh, applying virtual reality in the oil and gas industry for learning and development. So it was going to be more of an informal setting, hey, how, what is Caterpillar is doing and how they're doing it. But then, of course, uh, that got into a, more of a stopping mode. But we, we do feel that there is a need. The uh, question is more of a, what specific skills uh, so far, we've seen it more on the operations side of the equation. But so far, then, too, at the same time, you get customers to say, if I can put my hands on the asset, they might value that today more, or I say, I'm sorry, pre-COVID, more than the virtual aspect. Uh, but, hey, like I say, COVID is a blessing in disguise, so I can certainly can see uh, where we are focusing more on the remote, where you can actually not just uh, put it, but you can really adjust, tune up, start, stop, and see the the uh, performance of the engine without mm -hmm. you coming uh, you coming here. So uh, that's I see right here in the near future. That's fantastic. I know that cat's going to keep keep on the cutting edge, uh, like they always have, and and uh, being that guiding light for customers and other and other dealers and so forth as they develop their competencies. Um, listen, it's all about learning, learning and development. Yeah. Life is about learning. And if we're not growing and we're not learning every day, we're, we're falling behind the times. Technology yes. is moving at rapid, rapid pace. And if we don't keep up with it, then, you know, we're going to find ourselves behind the eight ball. Um, absolutely. So Jacques, yeah. Yeah. one last question. So if you look back at your career and your, all of your experiences, was there a moment or, or, or an experience or something that you said, man, that was a game changer for me? Something that really um, resonated with you or something that, that said, okay, this is, this is it. Like, this is what I want to do um, or something to that effect. Yeah, I would say that uh, it was the opportunity to, uh, uh, to lead the Larson Station uh, uh, project. Like I told you, it was a uh, probably eight plus years in the making, uh, right? Because I, uh, I was one time at a, uh, a networking event with uh, uh with Caterpillar, uh, some leaders, and then uh, some internal uh, uh, employee resource group. Uh, it's called the uh, Caterpillar Latino Connection. Uh, they put it together at an event. And uh, I remember back then one of the group presidents, uh, his message was that, uh, hey, the best thing I will ask is if you start on something, see how you can see it all the way through. And he was giving some example on some other projects that he's seen handoff, like, three, five times, right? Like if you want something, sure. just get it a start. So when the opportunity on uh, this project presented, the one thing I asked our, my leader back then was, let me just see it through. I just wanted from not just the idea, but I want to see it for placing service, right? So that journey started 2013, 2012. And it was until 2017. Now, the journey itself started prior to that, right? But when I came involved in 2012, and here I am. And I feel that one because that was a lot of personal growth. That was a lot of uh, internal uh, uh, growth. I was able to understand how uh, external economic uh, right, uh, uh, challenges can affect sure. the internal uh, uh, pieces, right? So navigating through all of that and uh, never lose a bit on that one, right? Uh, somebody asked me one time about, uh, hey, if, if, if it's something that uh, you might want to then uh, to share, what I said, hey, you have to believe it. If you don't believe it on what you're doing, 
exactly. somebody will tell you no right now and you'll be like okay yeah. i guess you are you know you are correct so that experience to me is that what i would say that it's just keeping us going and if anyone is down what uh we typically do uh, let's go take a walk just look at the building <laughs> and if you were part of the building then you know what it took just to get the building out so that just a uh, uh, refreshing uh, motivation uh, today actually uh the campus just finished some uh, they were doing some remodeling and some construction it is with very uh, uh heartfelt that uh, uh a lot of that design that we see today it was drafted back in 2012. you know when we say hey let's do a master plan for the overall camp not to see a life too you'll be like oh we know that we just added a little bit of a uh, you know, sent to the overall caterpillar experience. So, yeah, that's uh, that's my story. I definitely see everyone just to, uh, whenever you got a chance, stop by Miami Lakes Learning Center. It's there to empower you, whether it's virtual, whether it is uh, on the social media uh, platform, no matter, and not just me, you, you can touch any of our individuals. We got people all over, uh, whether they're from Peru, Venezuela, Panama, Houston, Oklahoma, Peoria, Chicago, whatever, uh, <laughs> all the area, you know. And outside of Miami, right, the entire uh, extended family of uh, CatU uh, is there to support everyone. It's there to definitely uh, provide the best value for our learners. So, Jack, you, you, you mentioned something really important I, I wanted to touch on before we wrap up. So, on intrapreneurialism, right? So, you're, you're acting, in, in a sense, as an entrepreneur within an organization. And having ownership and accountability over a project that you can see from the beginning to end is so empowering, right? And so fruitful and, and so fulfilling because you're actually taking a, a product from inception all the way through. And mm -hmm. that's, you know, that's what it's about, right? It's if you don't yeah. enjoy what you're doing every day, you need to probably start figuring out what is it that you don't like about it and find something right. that you do like about it because life is too short to not be passionate about what you do. And you are obviously extremely passionate and, and uh, Caterpillar is very um, uh, happy to have you because um, of the work you do there and, and the impact that you leave on, on others that visit the facility and, and your team out there. So congratulations on your success, my friend. Thank you so much for being on, on the Cat Power podcast. How could, how could people uh, reach out to you? The best and easiest way, find me on LinkedIn, Jack Ceballos. Uh, you know, we got uh, plenty of uh, content out there. Uh, just get in touch. Uh, that would be probably the uh, easiest and fastest way. And yeah, look forward to connect to everyone. And definitely it's a pleasure and honor is to uh, be part of this uh, podcast and open up the opportunities to uh, reach to uh, more learners out there. Love it. Thanks, Jack. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow and rate us and be sure to share it with a friend so that you can power up their life and their career.